I'm Mike Smith. This is the Trail Lunchbox. And uh, we invite into the Trail Studio Amy Nicholson, one of the directors and producers with a film in the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. Amy Nicholson, welcome to the Trail. Thank you so much for having me. While that song was playing, the lyrics are, you know, in a world full of people, only some want to fly. And we were talking about the idea of having the guts, the courage, and to, uh, you know, say, I'm going to be a documentary filmmaker. <laughs> this is going to work out for me. Um, my, my, my end product is going to be a good thing. People are going to be interested. And then somehow I'm going to be able to, like, pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so this idea of... Um, you know, there's this world where you said, yeah, I'll try to fly. Mm -hmm. I'll try to I'll try to make it work. Well, the crazy part of that song is the part that <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. resonates. Yeah. But the idea that it's like, well, how long would you last in a um, in a job that didn't have an element of risk, that didn't have an element of the unknown? Mm hmm. I, I don't think I would last very long. I worked in advertising for many, many years. Mm. Um, and it was a little bit the same. You know, you, you get an assignment and you have to come up with something. And there was always a point, um, my partner and I would be sort of lying on the floor, you know, in agony thinking, we're never going to come up with anything. And this is the part in the process where we sort of wish we got hit by a bus so we didn't have to <laughs> right. come up with it. You know, so the, the upside of being that, hit by a bus. Yes. So that's kind of scary, you know, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back and do it again and do it again and do it again. And I don't know. It's addicting. Nick Davis from the Big Sky Doc Fest is in the trail studio today. Nick, was that film years ago about advertising called Pop? Yeah. Something like that. There was a there was a cool documentary about you know blurring the line between art and advertising mm -hmm. and so here you come from an advertising world i imagine you were you come off as the type of person that would probably be pretty good at that i was okay i did pretty well actually <laughs> and um your film that's in the uh what what film is this what number film is this for you this is my fifth film my third feature length film I've made a couple of shorts, um, but this is my third feature. And this one is uh, pretty interesting. It's called Happy Campers. Every summer, working class families enjoy waterfront living in a scrappy trailer park off the coast of Virginia. When the relentless march of capitalism threatens their shabby Shangri-La, the denizens of Inlet View face the inevitable and reveal the secrets to a rich life. That might resonate with folks out here in Montana. I hope so. <laughs> that are seeing this influx of, of money and maybe the idea where, you know, some of us used to not even necessarily plan to go camping. We would just go camping. Exactly. Exactly. And that and that is a, um, on the eastern seaboard, you know, the it, the Delmarva area, which mm -hmm. is Delaware, Maryland and Virginia, for people who are not familiar with that term. You know, if you are working class and you live in those states, and I would include um, Jersey and Pennsylvania as well, because there were people in the campground from those states as well, um, that's your vacation, mm -hmm. and and or that's your getaway place. Yeah, you know, you 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 get a camper, you find a spot, you add a deck, and get some lawn chairs, and you're in business. And um, it's very, very affordable, and it's really, really fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I bought uh, a 23-foot 
coachman that was 29 years old. Oh, cool. And fixed it up, and it was fantastic. I, I've never had a better time in my life than the three <laughs> summers that I spent in the campground. Oh, fantastic. Uh, 78 minutes. You pared it down to 78 minutes, the film. Yeah, it didn't really warrant it being much, much longer than that. So that's what it took to tell the story. Mm-hmm. There's a woman in the in the photo. Does it feature one particular happy camper? No, no. And um, you know, when I was making it, there there was there's all there was always a push, you know, in documentary to focus on either one person or two, two, three people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, places like that, it's a really tight community, and it really functions as a group. Right. So. It would have been, it would have flown in the face of um, the fabric of the place to right. just find, you know, a couple of people. Now, there were people that floated to um, the top of my list of people to interview because right. I did I did a lot of interviews. I did mm-hmm. about 20 interviews. And there were people who were very outgoing and um, in their section of the campground, they were kind of like the house that you hung at. Yeah. So naturally, in any community, there are people who are a little more out outward mm-hmm. um, facing than others. Some right. people just wanted to come and hang and 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 you know have quiet time. Yeah. But um, but it really functioned as a community. It was very very tight knit. And once you were in the gate. You were part of it, whether you wanted to be or not. So <laughs> that's it was. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It I've was never great. really experienced anything like that up in Canada, um, up in the kind of BC and Alberta way. You you can go to these campgrounds that are sort of a hybrid, sort of state run, and maybe there's a little bit of a of you know somebody's in charge of running it, mm-hmm. and there are these folks that bring modest campers mm-hmm. to those campgrounds every summer. Mm-hmm. And they really feel like a community. Yes. In fact, one was such a community, we couldn't get our card to run to pay for our little two, three nights of camping. And um, the guy said, oh, just mail it to me. Here's my card. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah, just like a throwback. Like, mm-hmm. what year are we living in? That someone's yeah. just like, oh, just send me the money. Yeah. I had a um, one of the ladies in the film, she told me at one point, like, oh, yeah, well, if someone can't pay their light bill, everyone will pitch in. And then you end up doing that as well like Mm -hmm. I found that my behavior changed you know I would never dare go to the store without asking my older neighbors if they needed anything Mm -hmm. you know can I bring you a loaf of bread can I you know are are you you out of boxed wine (laughs) that's a very nice question to ask your neighbors can I pick up some boxed wine Mm -hmm. yes Um, so you were living you were how long were you living uh, in the community well the first year um I, I wasn't really sure. I, I had wandered in there taking pictures, mm-hmm. probably a decade before I went back. And you know, I, I'm I'm from that area to an extent. Um, I'm from Baltimore, um, but my dad retired in um, Princess Anne, which is very near. It's like 40 minutes up the road. And so we would go to Assateague Island Seashore all the time. Right. And I was very familiar with Chincoteague from going there as a kid. Chincoteague. Um, so we were just driving around one day, my dad and I, and I said, oh yeah, I took pictures in that campground, go back in there. And so we drove in and the time that I came with the camera, 
it had been closed. And so I just was taking pictures of the houses and I was laughing because I was thinking, well, these are the original tiny houses, but Dwell Magazine would have a heart attack, you know, if they yeah. saw these places. No, right. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> you know, because right. they're not, they're yeah. not exactly Dwell Magazine, you know, They level. would shatter that image of mm-hmm. the uh, small living being also just so photogenic and cute. Yes. But the idea of documentary film is you're picking up what's there. Oh, And what's yeah. there is the grit and the the human element. And those places have the the they these campers do not move. I mean, yes, you could pull one out and pull a new one in if you wanted to. Right. But for the most part, they stayed and um they they were on um they were right on the water and so, you know, the salt water it took its toll oh, after absolutely. a while and yeah. um you know, so they kind of rusted into the ground, but they were so great. They were just these little houses and and everyone kept them so nicely and decorated them with crabs and pelicans. And it was just, everybody had their name mm-hmm. on their side of their camper, their first name, no last name. You know, you had to know who lived there. So, and then I went, when I went back, I decided, um, I don't know, I was, it was open and it was summertime and I got to see all the people and I thought, wow, this really looks like fun. Mm-hmm. So I rented a place for a couple weeks and then I found a camper and bought it and it was in the greatest spot. And um, the people that I met the very first night I, were, I was there ended up to be my immediate neighbors. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever been that close to your subjects before? Um, yes and no. I mean, I spend a lot of time with people before I film them. Um, the last film I made actually was about my dad. So I was pretty mm-hmm. close to him. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, you know, I filmed in communities before and I spent a lot of time in them, but I never lived in them. Yeah. So it was very, very different. One of the photos on the website for the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, again, I'm talking to director Amy Nicholson and producer of the film Happy Campers. And you can find out more at BigSkyFilmFest.org. But one of the, uh, one of the photos has, it almost looks like a modular home attached to a trailer. And painted on the uh, trailer says, our memories will last forever. I'm not going to ask what happened to this uh, well, or if it's still there because that's what the film is about, right? <clears throat> that's what the film is about, but um, it's not a spoiler alert to say that I filmed the final summer mm. of In Left View. I was th- you've been speaking in past tense mm-hmm. about it, so yes. there, a little pit in my stomach was yes. like, oh. But you okay. get to experience what it's like, and mm-hmm. I built the film that way. I built it so, with a lot of help from some very brilliant editors, I built the film so that you basically just kind of get dropped in at the beginning of the summer, and you get to spend the summer. Mm-hmm. So while the film is does not necessarily have a happy ending, I won't say what happens, right. but you do get to experience what it's like to be in a place like this as much as I could possibly replicate it on film. Yeah. There was a film over the weekend uh, about women's football, uh, short-lived in Texas and Oklahoma and other places. And it was in a way kind of similar in that those, that league is no longer, Mm -hmm. but those, the women who were part of that league were just full up of memories and you could just see the joy on their faces. So hopefully something similar with your with your happy campers. I hope so. That they've they had this moment. Nick. And Davis. if I might uh, interject, <clears throat> Amy's has a particular genius for um, character mm-hmm. and uh, and personality, really. And so these portraits of 
the happy campers um, alone, outside of the story itself, the narrative arc, this film is, which is great and important and all that stuff, but this film is just a joy to watch because of how Amy captures uh, people yeah. in that way and shows the quirks and the um, the endearing parts and the weird things and and uh, you know all the amazing stew of stuff that makes yeah. us human. So it's showing in person, and you can buy in person tickets at Big Sky Documentary Film Festival if you have a pass. It is the easiest thing in the world. I'm just uh, surprisingly, maybe to some, I'm just not as technologically savvy. But I was able to figure out how my pass worked <laughs> and Eventbrite and all that. And it's the easiest thing that I think I've done uh, in a technical realm in the last week was getting my pass activated. You can buy in-person tickets. Speaking of in-person, nice to have Amy Nicholson at Big Sky Doc Fest here in Missoula. Is this your first trip? Oh, no. I, I have been at this festival uh, twice before, mm -hmm. um, once with a feature and once with a short film. And oh, cool. I just love it. I love Missoula. It's yeah. such a great town, and I love coming back here. I've been walking around all weekend, and I've seen and met some of the directors, obviously, coming through the Trail Studio, but also in the downtown, I'm kind of looking at everybody, and it's like, is that a director? And <laughs> you in can some tell. Ways, it's a yeah. type. We all look like bedraggled kitty cats. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you also look like somebody that would be at home in Missoula, too. I, I so. would love to live here. If I could figure out what to do here, I would do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Missoula, you are, uh, you're in luck. The Big Sky Documentary Film Festival continues. 21 years, Nick? 21, this is, yes, this is our adulthood. This one is showing at the Wilma at three o'clock. Yes, there's a popcorn machine at the Wilma. <laughs> Instead of going for a beer at the bar over the weekend, I went for a cherry Coke. It felt very film-like, you know, or it felt very movie theater. With um, the popcorn? With the popcorn. I had my, my cherry Coke from the bartender and I had my my uh, popcorn and and off we went uh you can also watch it online and that's a good uh, that's a good one to share with friends i know i send that down to my parents in bozeman mm -hmm. uh, and they've made it up for the film festival a few times but in their 80s they like their couch sure. and their tv so <laughs> folks can watch online uh big sky documentary film festival now through the 25th so this is your big week of it and ask your boss hey can i get out of here at three go watch a film maybe come back maybe not uh, you can do that sort of thing. It's the Northwest premiere of the film Happy Campers. And again, we're happy to have Amy Nicholson in the trail studio today. Amy, uh, give you the final final word. Wow. Um, I don't know what the final word would be, um, except that if you can come in person, if you have the day off for President's Day. Um, There's that too. It's oh, right. worth, it's, it is worth seeing in a theater or if you're going to watch at home, put headphones on mm -hmm. because the sound design is a big part of the film. Cool. Because when when I was there, I noticed that there was it was never quiet, but it was always peaceful. So there was always someone laughing up the way or a seagull or, you know, a boat going by or, you know, someone pulling a pull tab on a beer and... Um, it, the that and the creation of that environment, we spent a lot of time on that, probably about six months. So I would say, if you can come to the Wilma that has beautiful sound, Great come sound. to the Wilma. If you can't, put your headphones on and just enjoy the sounds of summer. That makes me want to. I'm totally crawl into a sold. hammock with an island <laughs> drink. And yeah, just, yeah. 
well, being a sound guy, uh, always that always pleases me. So get to the Wilma Theater if you can. If not, like Amy said, put on the headphones and become one with happy campers uh, today at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. Amy, have a great rest of your trip. Thank you so much. This has been really fun.